This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the internet. Here again is John McElroy. Welcome to our continuing discussion about the North American Car and Truck of the Year Awards with Natalie Neff from AutoWeek and Paul Eisenstein, the Bureau Chief with the Detroit Bureau. Natalie, we, we talked on the broadcast version about the finalists for the Car of the Year. Did your favorite make the list? Mine didn't, so did yours? No, um, none of my favorites. Well, you know, I did give points to the Ford Flex, um, but my the ones that are closest to my heart did not make it, and those happened to be ones I knew weren't going to make the list anyway. What are they? The BMW 1 Series. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. I love that car. And um, the Nissan GTR. Oh, yeah. Well, see, the GTR, I loved. I mean, I was knocked out by it, but I don't think they're going to make 5000 a year. Certainly not sell 5000 in the American market. And our bylaws have always said you got to have at least 5000 right. If not, a Ferrari and Maserati is no. going to win it every time. Are those right. hard and fast rules? Well, they're not. It made the list. <laughs> I was surprised by that, by the way, because there were some cars that I think got dropped this year because they didn't make the numbers. So I was surprised the GTR was on well, the list. Well, the GTR is just such an awesome car. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, I mean, it, I don't like the styling at all, but uh, I love I live driving that, that car. But driving it? Oh, my God. Right. Oh, uh, you were out. You, you took the drive to hell for the uh, car of the year. Right. Uh, for and, our, our car test in right, hell, Michigan. And, right. Which has the best roads in Michigan. For yeah, driving. or the worst, but which are the best for testing right, cars. Exactly. Right. And I just, I, I think I did about three extra laps on that one. Yeah. I no. Just couldn't get out awesome. of the car. But you know, I'm totally with you on that one series BMW. Yeah. I love that car. I mean, I didn't get a hundred yards away from our studio here, and I went, "Oh my God, this is right. my kind Absolutely. of car." Except the price. Except the you price. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to fall for the whole price argument with it because what you're getting with that vehicle is you have to have a mindset where entry level doesn't necessarily mean cheap. No. And this no, being no. an entry level BMW gives you all the performance, just about of a last generation M3 in a smaller, tighter, more nimble package mm -hmm. for how much less yeah, than that 10, car? Yeah, $10,000, $12,000 less. Right. I mean, you cannot think of it as a entry-level base model car because it is just knock your socks off you know, yeah. performance. Yeah. I still think know. it was a little expensive for what it is. If it was about four or 5000 less. I well, you know, the dollar, the euro, blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was supposed to be cheaper. Right. And they right. went, oh, well, we can't do it right unless we price it where we, until we can make money. So what was your other choice? Uh, I like the Mazda 6 a lot. I love the styling on it. You know, it's a sedan that's got a lot of statement in it. But the, the thing that knocked me out is I didn't like the V6 that much. The V6 is the high end. It's got all I the bells agree. and whistles. I drove a two and a half liter uh, four-cylinder with a six-speed manual. manual. <laughs> yeah. It was terrific that to drive. That package in that car with the four-cylinder and the six-speed manual, you can still get the nav system and all the kind of, mm -hmm. you know, amenities that you're looking for in a higher-end car. With that powertrain setup, it per yeah. perfect yeah, perfect. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am really surprised by one car not making this uh, list. Not Watch. making the finalist list, and that was the Audi A4. Yeah, no. I truly terrific car. Think it is a wonderful car. Visually, it is exciting, and overall, the entire package comes together as I've always wanted to see Audis make it come together. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just as complete a vehicle. It it defines the brand in a way that they've always talked about, but never quite gotten there. To me, the A4 is the car that could. Even in the United States, which has been Audi-proof for a long time, <laughs> even in the United States, uh, could make Audi a true contender, uh, along with the, the likes of Lexus, 
BMW yeah. and Mercedes. And uh, I was stunned that that one didn't get on the list. Let, let's talk about some of the trucks, because we, we could spend all this time talking about it. A anything on the list that did not make the finalists for you now? No, like? it's not a very competitive uh, list really? here. Oh, I don't I got think a couple so. that I really like. You know what? I mean, it's just, just so many kind of small niche vehicles in the mm -hmm. truck list that don't make as compelling an argument as Ram F-150. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, yeah, I understand this, that. I can absolutely understand why the list came the way it does, uh, why it did. Mm -hmm. uh, those three, I have no objection to that whatsoever. Uh, the Traverse is an extremely nice vehicle, but it's the it latest. Around. We've seen that. The only thing I, I, I know, because, yeah, there's the, the Buick Acadia, Saturn Outlook, GMC, uh, or uh, what am I saying? Buick Enclave, GMC Acadia. Right. And now the Traverse came along, and I thought, okay, number four in the line. Wow, I yeah. like Great that. I thought it was really well done. I have a few cars that I could have driven today in the snow, and the only reason I didn't was my wife blocked me into the driveway. Uh, that was a car I would have liked to have driven today. Mm -hmm. It's it's such a nice vehicle. You feel very comfortable in it. You don't feel the size in a bad way, but you feel uh, you just feel really good driving. That, to me, in many ways, defines what Chevrolet needs to be yes. as a brand. Right. I agree. The other one I liked a lot was the Nissan Murano. Yeah. And the interior on that, I didn't want to get out of that yeah. thing. I mean, just park in the driveway and sit there, it was so <laughs> nice. I, I'm not sold on the total vehicle, even though I liked it a lot, but that interior is just knockout good. I mean, the Nissan you, has done such a fantastic job with taking a vehicle that was so unique and so such a styling statement when it first came out and kind of reinventing it yeah. for, you know, part two. Well, this I was mean, a critical critical thing exactly absolutely. for that reason with them because Nissan had a lot of breakthrough products that came out of Carlos Ghosn's arrival at that brand and saying, we're going to tear everything up, we're going to put the emphasis on product, we'll cut everywhere but product. And they came up with a lot of nice stuff, but they were cut corners. That car was very plasticky mm -hmm. in its first iteration. And you sort of got past everything else and you started discovering it wasn't quite there. This one really lives up to the promise. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you guys on the spot now. Uh, let's come back to what do you think is going to win Car of the Year? Not necessarily what you think should, what do you think is going to win? And let's go through the Car of the Year yeah. finalists again. Ford Flex, Hyundai Genesis, Volkswagen, Jetta, TDI. Paul, I'm going to start with you on this. I'm going to duck this one, and I know you know I don't do that very often. Uh, I'm looking at these three. I got my ballot in the mail email just before we went on the air, and I'm not sure which one I'm going to give how many votes to. Mm -hmm. I will split this vote mm -hmm. uh, because I think that they're all three very eligible. I would be surprised if Genesis does win. I'm not going to say what I'm going to give each one of them, mm -hmm. but I think I'd be surprised if Genesis wins. Uh, for Enviro reasons and some of this message, as you said, the message, I think the Jetta could surprise people. On the truck side, I'm going to give it to the F-150, but I think the Ram has a good shot. And again, if there's a message vote going on, we could be surprised by the Mercedes. Yeah. I'm putting you on the spot yeah, here. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I'm going to answer your question and uh, hazard a guess that Ford's going to sweep. Wow. Okay. Uh, they, need, they could use that this year. Would, remember, what, remember, this is a company that really wants to, to break out of the big three and say, we're, we're making this change, and they need to get a message across to the country. They are about to begin a real campaign to get their message across the country. We're not just one of these failing big three. Right. If they did that, oh my gosh, you can't imagine how they're well, going to market that. Well, that's not our that. job to be able to, you know. Oh, I didn't say it's our yeah. job. Shouldn't to, be. Right. But, but I can you can imagine how they're going to market that if they but do But there's been sweep. a precedent for automakers to sweep 
You know, I mean, oh, yeah. GM's done it. Right. Um, Honda did it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going to go out and say that Flex and F-150 are going to take Okay, them. good guess. Uh, I'm going to say, yep. and, well, this isn't the way I'm going to vote, but what I think is going to win is I think the jury is going to send a message about diesels. I think the TDI Jetta is going to get it. And on the truck side, I think it's going to go to the F-150. So hmm. we shall see, and we're going to find out very shortly. Thank all of you for tuning in with this discussion with Natalie Leff and Paul Eisenstein.